hello, hello, and welcome to episode, holy shit, episode 10 of Gosh Darn Adapter Pals. My name is Jack, aka a Forgotten Donut. I like to think I'm your pal. You know who's my pal? It's this man over here. That would be me! My name is Dustin, otherwise known as Dustin. Um, yep. <laughs> holy crap, 10 episodes. This doesn't feel like right. It feels only like a week ago that we were doing the first episode. Probably yeah, right? because we're still in lockdown. Yeah! Um, <laughs> we had uh, two beautiful episodes out of lockdown, uh, filmed in the same day, so it didn't even really count. It was so weird. It was just so different and strange. I got to ride on a train, and I got to see your face. Hello. And it was, and then we're just back in lockdown doing uh, all this, uh, <laughs> all these Zoom recordings. It's wild. But here we are, episode ten. That means we're ten percent of the way to a hundred episodes. Um, Madness. Well, we will be at the end of this next hour. Five percent um, to two hundred, and two point oh five percent to three hundred. Dude, we're almost You're doing, there. You're popping off with the maths over here. Dude, um, halves. One point two five is that the next? I'm bad at math. I, I don't. I don't do maths. I'm a. I'm, I'm an actor. And oh, you did an arts degree. Or... Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah, I did an, an arts degree. I don't know what maths is. <laughs> um, so, as uh, we all know, Adapter Pals, we uh, take a popular TV show or film or comic book character, done a lot of those, and we turn yeah. them into like a video game, or sometimes we spice things up a bit. Well, today we're making a video game. We're dipping into TV and uh, going into the animated TV area, and we're asking. The question. Avatar The Last Airbender. Adaptable? Maybe. I hope so. I think so. so. <laughs> well. <laughs> they tried it. Um, uh-huh. They have. Avatar The Last Airbender is one of my favourite TV shows of all time. Um, I think just one of the best TV shows of all time. I'm willing I to agree. say that. I agree. It's And not just animated. Like, just TV shows in general one of the best um animated we had this discussion animated probably the best yeah probably i'd be willing to say one of one of if not the best like what what else is there nothing um the simpsons was good good, but now yeah simpsons been going on for ages and i would guarantee that it's probably not as good as we remember um maybe who knows only because it's like i'll put on like uh, family Guy or something, and I'll watch episodes I've watched, and they'll just be like, actually, no, this is kind of shit. Um, yeah, Family Guy is not aged. Yeah, yeah, it's aged really badly. Whereas you know what, The Last Airbender has just like it's bloody fine wine. Like it a is, fine wine. It is, I would say, better watching it as an adult because then you pick up on all the the little bits and bobs. Um, Ooh, I don't know. Ooh, oh, I'll take only like. I'll get into it properly later. I have a, I have a thing with Avatar: The Last Airbender that only I think my child brain could have ever truly got like whole the holy shit moment. Wow. Okay. I may have said it on the podcast before. I don't want to do it because it's know. like spoilers of the end. But we'll get yeah, to it. Okay. I we'll... found that like watching it because I watched it last year during the lockdown, mm. um, and I was just so much more in love with it. I think. That um, makes sense because I was picking up on stuff, I was connecting with things a lot more. Um, 
I don't want to get too real. <laughs> but yeah, it just was like I found myself like really getting more emotional and everything. Um, yeah. A lot more than I had when I was a kid. No, but also, enough. when I was a kid, I watched it in like a very broken up and uh, sort of way. I watched it like on TV, and then it was a couple of years before I saw like the final two seasons. Right. Um, so maybe that's why I was like just doing a big watch through. Uh, but we should probably talk about what The Last Airbender is. Yeah, what well, uh, is it? Do you want to? I was going to say, do you want to? I can tell do a description. A little bit, a little bit of a, a brief premise. Hang on, wait. Give me one moment because I've only just thought of this joke. Oh. <laughs> I'm the one who does the jokes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me one second. So. They're all bad jokes, though, that I do. Um. I think the best way to describe it would be to say that. Long ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar, the master of all four elements, could stop them. But, when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years passed and... My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, <laughs> an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. So you see why that joke was absolutely worth it. Absolutely important and worth it because that's the show. Airbender. Basically, the four nations. They each control a. Well, some members of that nation, I should say, have the ability to control an element. So it might be fire. It might be air. It might be water. It might be earth. And then you've got. One person, the Avatar, that can control all four. And he's meant to be the saviour. So the Fire Nation attack and invade all other bloody uh, nations. All the other nations. And they've kind of taken over. They've killed all the airbenders, but they missed one. They happened to miss that bloody Avatar, didn't they? Imagine that. Imagine you... You, you, <laughs> you get them go all. Out with, the, with the intention of killing the <laughs> Avatar. And the one that you miss <laughs> is the Avatar. <laughs> Ah, oh, fools, really. Truly fools. Sheer high levels of, incom of uh, incompetence. <laughs> <laughs> I've also lost all my Avatar cred by having to look up that speech, but in my defence, it was years ago I've seen it, so... I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, yeah. I just know that everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Oh, great Because it's, it's become a meme, yeah. Um, but, like, the show sort of it follows Aang and Katara um, and Sokka and Zuko, like, the sort of the main players in it and uh you've got Aang the airbender the villain. Oh, Aang yeah, the airbender sorry, yeah. who, who is uh, the avatar you've got uh Katara who's a waterbender and her brother Sokka who's a just a guy an idiot he's just a bit of a no I'm goofball. joking he's a great dude <laughs> he's wonderful you get a whole bunch of cast of characters like an earthbender named Toph you meet later on she's amazing and uh you've got a fire nation the son of the emperor Zuko who wants to prove himself and capture and kill the avatar no but what's he specifically want to do he wants the attention of his father and the approval. But, and to but get... what, what, what word would, would would he use to describe what he's after? What word would he use, Dustin? He's after his honour. <laughs> Another As great he tells meme. us repeatedly. <laughs> I have to claim my honour. Um, and it's cool, because it's like a... It's very anime-inspired. Um, mm -hmm. It's... Maybe it is but an anime. But it's actually good. That's <laughs> the thing. That's the difference. It's actually good. Now we're gonna get heat, um, <laughs> heat from them firebenders. Am I right? Oh. Um, but 
yeah, it's it's an American show, um, but it's very much inspired by like your sort of um, martial arts animes and everything. It's very martial arts heavy, but then they're shooting fireballs and throwing water bombs at each other. That's so um, good. it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, it got a sequel show I think in 2014 called The Legend of Korra, which was kind of set. 100 years, well, not quite 100 years later, but it was, like, following the next Avatar after Aang. And it was a big um, shit. I was going to just say, we <laughs> won't talk about our opinions on it, because I think it's really good, and Jack hates it, and it's one fan. of those things that's, like, it's a 50-50 split. Um, yeah, I think, in general, it, it's pretty divisive, I guess, is the... Yeah, I think it's just because it's, like, for a lot of people, not as good as the original show. Um, like, it is... A good show, but you've got the original show there that's amazing. So oh, then, apologies, you're cutting out major for me. Oh, not good. I'm cutting out. Um, am it's I funny. still cutting out? No, you're back in the recording. It'll be fine. But for yeah. me, I just didn't hear what you said. <laughs> I was saying that um, I think that it's a case of the original show is so fantastic that Legend of Korra just doesn't quite live up to that standard. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. So with then that. people were disappointed. But it's like, if you didn't have the original show, Legend of Korra well, wouldn't exist in the real world. But like, if you took away just how good the original show was, I think Legend of Korra would, is still a good show. Um, I just got annoyed by Korra. I don't like the character of Korra. She that's really annoyed fair. me. I really like season the two. character of Korra. I, she's one of my favourite characters in the whole thing. It's, it's See, it's a divisive show. Yeah. Listeners, and that's it's fine. A, it's, it's very divisive, but did really cool things for uh, uh, LGBT representation and stuff um, in that universe. It did, but a bit. Because, like, it was very quest at the end. A lot of people... Well, it's because of uh, Nickelodeon. Kind yeah, of. which is why, that, like, good, awesome, I'm there for it. A shame yeah. they didn't go full... full well, it's because they couldn't. It'll be interesting if, like, because Netflix is doing their Avatar, it'll be interesting if we get a Legend of Korra live-action remake that really gets into it, or if we get more Korra material because Nickelodeon's got, uh, what is it called? Um, Avatar Studios or something? It's not called oh, that. something like that, yeah. Um, because they're making more stuff. If we get more Korra content, I assume that they'll actually go full into it. Um, so. Explore that, because it's really cool. Um, I called it as well. I was watching Season 4, I'm like, Korra and Asami are going to get together, and then they did, and I was so happy. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I think that that's the premise of Avatar, right? We, we got I, it. I would say so, yeah. I it's think just so. a great it's, show. It's just a great show. If you haven't seen it, it's all, it's all on Netflix. Okay, Go watch the, it. This is the thing I wanted to say um, oh, that, like, yes. as a kid. So, spoilers. Just a warning. Skip past about two minutes, give or take. Big spoiler know. warning. But you should watch the show. Watch, in fact, pause the podcast, watch the entire show, come back. Then come back to the podcast. Yeah, at this exact moment when you've lost what we were talking about. So this is why I think, as a kid at least, so there was the big build-up for... Um, the There's an eclipse. So, like, ah, yes. the nations get their power from a certain beast or part of the world. So, like, the water tribe get their power from the moon. So if there's a full moon, they'll be a bit stronger than if there's no moon. The, uh, the Fire Nation are the same with the sun. Where if the sun is there and doing good, good shit, they're gonna be a little bit more powerful. So then there's this eclipse where the, uh, 
the moon covers the sun. And apparently all the Fire Nation's powers are going to stop working. This I think that's three. such a cool concept. Yeah. And that's like the, the time limit they have. They're like, okay, yeah. there's a fucking eclipse coming, and after that there's going to be a, a meteor. Was it a meteor? Yeah, it's a comet. Sozin's the comet. comet. The comet that'll make them double powerful. So we've got to defeat them while the, uh, the moon is eclipsed. Or else they're going to get uber-powerful and just be able to kill everything. So, as an adult, I know that that's setting up... Okay, they're going to have to fight in the comet. Yeah. That they're going to somehow... As a kid, no clue. No clue, yeah. And it was... Like, you know, the, the term of like... Oh, the Empire, the Empire Strikes Back moment. Yeah. Where the your little mind is watching... Luke, I am your father. And your brain just explodes because you can't believe it. They were... I had Nickelodeon. So, like, they were advertising it over and over and over. Here comes the... Is this the end of Avatar? Oh, my God. The fucking Eclipse episode right. is coming. And I'm like, yep, here we go. I'm sad to see one of my favourite shows go. But I can't wait to watch the end. So when they didn't win, and in fact they basically lost... They lose hard. Holy, it blew my little... I don't even know how old I was, but it blew my little fucking brain. Right. I could not compute that they... Because, like, it was that... I've never been so invested. Like, but but the comet's coming! What do you mean? <laughs> how are you going to win when the comet's the there? The comet's going to get And him. then, then the comet comes, and the heroes die and lose. They do. And that... I that's the end done. of the show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that... the... I yeah, no, that's crazy. It is great as an adult, because you you get a lot of stuff you missed, but the wonder as a child watching that, and genuinely like what's gonna happen, yeah. having no idea of what comes next, because as a cynical adult I know, oh yeah, that's just setting up the next bit, I understand. Right. As a kid, you're, just, you, there, you're you. just all in. It also does lead to a pretty awesome moment when the firebenders do get their powers back. Oh, that's really And, like, they kind okay. of notice, and then it's just... It's just on! Um, so good. So it's yeah. like you get the Zuko versus Ozai and everything. It's just... It's, it all just happened in a couple of minutes. Um, <laughs> that, uh, it's sick. Sorry, that was probably more than two minutes. but That's all good. Um, I feel like most people listening to this probably, probably have seen know. it, I would hope. Go watch um, it again. It's so good. And then it's like... I'm glad, though, that we get the Comet stuff, because For sure. the Comet leads to probably, and it's, I was trying to find this on YouTube the other day and I couldn't find it, probably one of my favourite just shots in any show ever. Mm. It's when the Comet's, like, full force, and then Ozai starts his rampage. So basically, he shoots, like, a beam of fire from his hand, and it's just this epic shot. It's like a slow-mo close-up of his hand. It's like the flame starts. It's like this small little, like, a gas flame. And then just expands into this beam of destruction that just starts destroying the uh, the landscape. I'm like, this is awesome. Um, It looks so gorgeous and amazing. And then the fight with with Aang that follows is amazing. Um, It's great. So, unfortunately, uh, for Avatar... Uh, it spawned a pretty bad movie in 2010. <laughs> Boy fucking didn't it. From director M. Night Shyamalan. And it's pretty sad because he said like he saw his daughter watching the show. And he was like, oh. wow, that show's awesome. This is so cool. What a great concept for a movie. I wonder if I can and ruin then... it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
City makes it into a movie, and everyone was really excited. I remember when I heard about the movie, um, and I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be amazing! And then I went and saw it, and I can't remember if I, like, hated it right out of the cinema. I had, like, a bunch of issues with the visuals. I unfortunately know that I didn't hate it right away, which Uh... is a shame. I remember watching, god, it was like the Today Show or some shit. Right. And the movie reviewer gave it a bad review, and I was like, oh, he hasn't even watched the show, though, so, like, what does he know? he doesn't get it. He wouldn't even Um, watch the show. I bet it's good. And then I watched it, and I'm like, that was good, right? It's the Suicide Squad story all over again. A little bit. It was a little bit, maybe. Um, yeah, um... I remember walking out of it being like, that was pretty cool, but, like, I just thought that it looked really bad. Like, it didn't look as crisp as I was expecting it to, or as it should have. Mm. Um, that was my issue, and I think I had an issue with some of the bending, but I've seen it a couple of times, unfortunately. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry to hear that, dude. Yeah. Uh, I watched it as recently as last year. Oh. It was a mistake. Um, oh, no. And also, just weirdly whitewashed casting for the main trio. Not good. <laughs> Not good at all. Which is good, because they're fixing that for the Netflix show. But uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah, they just got um, the uh, casting, didn't they? Yeah. Right, do you want to talk about it I was going to say, I know, just, I know we just said we'll get into it later, but maybe we'll just talk about it now. Let's just talk about it now. Let's just get our news out of the way, and then it's all talking about our adaptations. Because... Netflix has also been pondering the question Avatar Adaptable. (laughs) Um, They've been working on uh, their live-action Avatar series, and the whole fan base is pretty apprehensive, given what M. Night Shyamalan did. It's a worry. Um, So, they've recently... Today, in fact, it was like this morning, so good timing, they announced uh, their casting. So, we have got... Let me open up my thing. One. For Aang, mm-hmm. uh, an actor named Gordon Cormier is playing Aang. Um, for Katara, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this correctly, her name is Kiawintio. Right. Um, and there's no last name given. And then Sokka is played by a guy named Ian Owsley. And then Zuko is played by a guy named Dallas Liu. Uh, I had a look at these people. They all look really, really good for the characters, especially soccer. I think, looks pretty accurate. Winner. Um, Always good to hear. Yeah, I think that it's good casting. I haven't seen them in anything, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, and there's character descriptions as well, which I can talk, talk us through if you want. Well, didn't you say it was just the characters from the show, pretty much? Yeah, essentially. Like, they're surprisingly, like, accurate sounding um it's like for zuko I'll just give zuko's it says a skilled firebender and the intense and guarded crown prince of the fire nation um you know sounds good like yeah that sounds great because there was a lot of like rumors and stuff that they were going to change it a lot and i'm glad that they don't seem to be um i'm still <laughs> not excited for this show given the uh creators of the animated show left um <laughs> yeah that's all that's a big year. worry due to creative uh, disagreements and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, if you start your adaptation with pissing off the people who made the original show, <laughs> you're probably doing something wrong. You can't can't help but feel that maybe a mistake has been made somewhere. Yeah, I'm really worried about it, and 
Uh, currently, we have no news on a release date. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have no news on other casting for people like General Iro or the. So I say General Iro. I mean Uncle Iro. He is General, but uh, Uncle Iro. Uh, yeah, no casting for the Fire Lord. No casting for Admiral Zhao yet. I have a uh, couple of fan castings of Let's my own. Okay, so I was talking with my brother last night, um, and we were like, "What if for General I'd Uncle Iro, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan?" Oh, that um, would be an excellent casting. I just think it'd be so good. He can so well play. Like, obviously, it's just this amazing martial artist, even in his, like, older age. Um, there's a great film, by the way, I think it's called The Foreigner, where he is playing, like, this old dude, and he's doing a lot of his own martial arts stunts and stuff, and he's, like, taking out some terrorists, and it's awesome. Um, For those who don't so know, Uncle can... Iroh is just this, like, it was uh, oh, Zuko's yeah, uncle, and he's, like, the voice of reason for that character. Just a lovely, kind old he man. Very different. To... <laughs> sorry. Well, sorry. One of the, oh, yeah, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. You go. <laughs> one of the, uh, this, this, the Zoom. This is the problem of the Zoom recordings. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just a very different, compared to all the other Fire Nation people, he's just, like, so chill and calm and lovely and kind. Loves his tea. He's just oh, he one of the greatest. Tea. One of the greatest TV characters ever written. He's um, so good. Yes, yeah, so I had... Yes, I thought Jackie Chan for him, because I can totally see him as this, like, wise old happy Absolutely. man with his tea. Um, and yeah, like I said, the movie The Foreigner, he can definitely pull off doing the physical aspect that comes with Iroh later on in the show. Um, I just think it'd be awesome. And then I also thought uh, I want... Ken Watanabe for the character of Jong Jong, um, who is a firebending master, who is also a good guy, uh, who is Aang's first firebending teacher, and it doesn't go oh, so well. I forgot um, about him. Yeah. Gotta need to cool rewatch the show. Yeah, you do. Do it right now. I will. Stop Bye. recording this podcast and go and do it. See ya. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think it's. I think he'd be really great. So those are my sort of fan casting ideas. Um, Love it. Hopefully the show's good. It's cool that we've got casting. No idea when it's coming out. Um, have we got other gaming news? Do you have any that you'd like to share? I, I do not. I just have some adaptions. Oh, wait, some hold video on. video game adaptions. I had another Oh, one more thing. All right. Let's, let's um, hear it. Hiroyuki Sonata, I said, would be a great Avatar Roku. Oh, who's that? I've forgotten that name. Um, You watched Mortal Kombat with me? He played Scorpion. He would? Yeah. I was just like, that would be cool. Uh, this is Netflix, though, so if they were to get... Like, they would get one of these actors. Yeah. If, that, um, if Jack- it was Amazon... Jackie Chan's totally. an excellent call. Yeah, I just think he'd be awesome. That's um, what, that is inspired. So, I have uh, so, I have some video games. and uh, Yeah, walk us through some of these video game adaptations that you found. Well, um, well I, I shall also introduce the new game that we decided to have. I'm excited. So... I have a list of all of the uh, Avatar video games that have currently come out, and uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sneak a little, sneak a little fake one in there, and it'll be Dustin's job to see if he can figure out which one is the real. I mean, most of them are gonna be real. Which one is the fake? <laughs> I'm excited to find out how many there are because I only know about like the official adaptations. Um, of course, of course. So I'm excited to find out what I don't know about. So. We start with Avatar The Last Airbender. So that was uh, released in 2006. 
and it is a uh, basically just follows the first book of uh, first uh, the first series, I should say. They're, oh they're yeah, yeah, the show books. yeah refers to them as books, yeah. Yeah, which is cool actually. Each game kind of follows a different season of the uh, of the show. But we've got Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's the first season. I remember I had that on the DS, and it was kind of shitty, but it was fine. We've got uh, Avatar. The Last Airbender called The Burning Earth, which is Season 2 or Book 2, following him try to learn uh, learn earthbending. It was really good. I, I had that okay. on PlayStation 2. It was a bit broken, but it was fun. I've played these, like a lot of them. I played a couple. I played a couple. I think I've played the start of one of these two. Yeah, could it be Avatar The Last Airbender Into the Inferno, which is uh, Book 3? And they're just... How do I know that you're not making this up? Who knows? <laughs> they're, they're like the PlayStation 2, I think maybe 1 came on on PlayStation 3. Okay. Oh yeah, 2006 for Avatar, The Last Airbender, Burning Earth was 7, and then Into the Inferno was 8. So yearly releases, that should show you generally the quality of them. They're fine. Pretty good that they were... Like, it's pretty impressive, I should say, that they're releasing them that quickly. For with sure. The show, considering only ran from 2005 to 2008, so... They were just ready with it. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, well, it's relevant. Well, it says here that uh, the first game I've sold last Airbender was THQ's best-selling Nickelodeon game in 2006. And uh, one of oh. Sony's greatest hits, so it was like a proper... It sold. So they should obviously be remastering it. Absolutely. For, uh, the PS5. Can't wait until the PS5 remaster. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got... um. Avatar Arena Battles, which was another PlayStation 2 game that came out in... 2007, late 2007, um, which funnily enough fucking follows the, uh, well doesn't follow, but from what I can see it looks a lot like the airbending game, not the airbending, the bending thing from Korra. Ah, cool, like the pro-bending. Yeah, pro-bending, except it's more like you've got to knock them off the arena. Okay. And you, you know, you play as the, the characters of... Aang and Zuko and all those fuckers. Do you get to play as, like, the... Like, the, the bending characters, like the tournament benders from the from the show? Possibly, um, but I had no like idea. Like, they had, like, the big... They called him The Rock or something. Oh, And he was which, based on The Rock. Which one was that? In When they introduced Toph. Um, and there was, like, the... So she was, like, bending in, a, like, a pro-bending tournament. Me? Well, not quite Me? pro, it was like underground. But um, they had a character who's based on The Rock. Um, and he may have even been It's called The Boulder or something? The Boulder, that's the one, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I can't um, see from here, but like, probably. It was 2007, so. which would have been book two, so that would make sense. Yeah. I forgot that they had the bending battles in that, so... <laughs> I thought it was like the Korra they thing. Never mind, like, it was like that. It's just like the one episode, yeah. Yeah. Um, you have Avatar... Also named Legends of the Arena, and that was an MMO, an MMORPG, and that was a uh, 2008. They can create their own character and interact with other players around the world. So I mean, yes, it was more like a Club Penguiny kind of thing. Oh. It looks third person, but you know, maybe that kind. I've of thing. never played Club Penguin, so I have no frame of reference. Never mind. <laughs> um, I remember this doesn't have it on the Wikipedia. This isn't the fake one, this is just like... I remember we had, uh... Similar to the Doctor Who Flash games, 
on the Nickelodeon yeah. website, there were so many Avatar ones. Yes, there was a great one that I played that was, um, like it was a bending arena battle one that so I played good. on the computer a lot. Yeah, you probably played the same one. I probably um, I remember there was being like a, um, you you throw the boulders and you got to try and angle them right. Oh no! That was um, a great one. I'm thinking of it was like literally like a fighting game, but um. Oh shit! So you could pick like. A, a, your character from one of the four nations and then you would fight through like I think it was 20 battles or 30 battles or damn. something damn that sounds a great whole, okay that might be it might be less than that um <laughs> it was just a it, you would fight through like a massive bending tournament um mm-hmm. And it was, like, really, really cool. So, yeah, you could be, like, an airbender, which is good. Like, at the time, it was exciting because, like, we'd never really seen airbenders outside of Aang. So it was cool to be able to, like, play as an airbender. Um, Fuck yeah, that sounds dope. And it was fun. Um, they are skins in the game Smite. You can replace whoever Merlin and Susano are with uh, Aang and Zuko. Oh, cool. That's probably cool. And the most important thing is that Avatar The Last Airbender characters and locations are featured in Nickelodeon Kart Races 2 Grand Prix. I've never heard of that game, but I believe it exists. I thought you were <laughs> going to say Fortnite. Oh, no, not, not like, yet to my knowledge. When are they coming to Fortnite? Probably when um, the live reckon, action comes, which is the fake one. I reckon it's the MMO, right? You reckon it's the MMO? Is that your final can you, answer? Can you quickly walk me through the, the first couple again? So we had the... Uh, the three books, the games yeah. you know, that follow that, you have uh, Arena Battle, which was fucking apparently similar to that Flash game. You had the MMORPG, which was uh, Legends of the Arena. And you've got uh, them in Smite and Nickelodeon Kart Races 2. Well, them being in Smite is such a weird thing to make up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I have never thought and... about Smite. I'll tell you that, it's not that one, because I forgot yeah. Smite existed. And that's like, them being in a kart races game also is weird to make up, because it's like, yeah, that makes sense. And that's, uh, that's, that'd be pretty low effort. Yeah. Um, so I hope that that's not the one it went with. So I reckon it's got to be the MMO, because the, uh, like, I know for a fact that the first three are real, because I've mm-hmm. played either Into the Inferno or Burning Earth. I must have played Into the Inferno, because I think I played the mission where you're on the boat at the start. Right, that makes sense. Um... Yeah, so it's not that one unless the like the first game isn't a real game and only and they only ever did the two, but it's like I feel like they did the three books. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure it's the MMORPG because that just doesn't sound like something that would get made. But then again, it could be the <laughs> arena battle one. But I'm going with the MMORPG. I'm sticking with my uh, with my gut instinct. So before the podcast, I told you that oh man. I came up with a fake game, then checked the website and saw that it was real. No! That is, the MMO is real. Arena Battle I made up. It was kind of a bonus game in um, the second. So you've definitely played Into the Inferno, Uh, because Burning Earth had a little mode where you could play as uh, a few characters. So I just kind of took that and was like, what if that was a game? That just sounds like a game that should exist. Yeah, right? Maybe that'll be what we pitch. That should be a game. Like, um, I always say this, whenever I play bloody Super Smash Brothers, um, mm. I'm like, I enjoy playing as a Pokemon, but I would never play a Pokemon game. Give me a Pokemon game that is, like, 
a Pokemon Arena game where it's like Super Smash Bros. or something, or like a proper fighting game, give me that and I would enjoy it. That'd be fun. Um, same with Avatar. I'm like, that should just be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that it's not at all... Um, is weird. That's baffling. But then there's a weird clump, like club penguin... Clum penguin? Uh, there's a weird club penguin style MMORPG. Ah. Odd. I have failed this game. How could you? Um, now I have to regain my honour. <laughs> you must regain your honour. <laughs> I would say I was... Uh, my, my reasoning was sound. Yeah. But um, I went off in the wrong direction. Uh, hopefully I can do better next time. Um... Alright, well, I'll quickly touch on some interesting news that's happened this week, and then we'll get into how we would make an Avatar game. Um, Let's do it. So, first bit of news is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, new Marvel movie, mm-hmm. it's not going to have a streaming option, day one, at all. That is weird, because most of the other Marvel shit has. Yeah, it's just going to go straight to cinemas. Um... So I guess if we're still in lockdown in whenever it comes out, <laughs> not um, for us. We won't be watching it. Which we quick won't aside, be watching it. Same as we didn't watch the Suicide Squad last week. Dude, I've never <laughs> ever seen Suicide. There is no legal way to watch Suicide Squad in this country. So, so there's no way it. I have watched it. I don't know that it's a fantastic film that I really enjoy. I mean, would have enjoyed. Yeah, him. The movie's it's it's insanely good. So if you can, if you've got a way of watching Suicide Squad, you didn't hear this from me. It. But watch the Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad oh, God, 2016. Not suicide. Watch <laughs> the Suicide Squad. It's fantastic. That's a bit of news for you. It's really good. DC's best, um, hands down. Oh, and after, now, hang on, just quickly after oh, the sorry. podcast ends, can we do a little extra end bit to see what predictions we got right and wrong? Oh yeah, of course we can. We can just do that as part of the. Part I don't want to. I want to do. I want to do, do it at the end. Like we'll save it for the end, because I don't want for those yeah. who haven't seen oh, the spoilers. Right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no. So at course, the end of the okay, episode, we'll say goodbye. We we'll say hi. You know, have a good, have a good topic, time. We'll do that. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll do okay, that. Okay, I get you. All right, now this next bit of news. I'm just going to read you a quote. Okay. Um, this is from Xbox uh, head or CEO, whatever his role is, Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. He said, gaming is about entertainment and community and diversion and learning new stories and new perspectives. I find it completely counter to what gaming is about to say that part of that is to lock people away from being able to experience those games. This is talking about exclusivity. Or to force someone to buy my specific device on the day that I want them to go buy it in order to partake in what gaming is about. Gaming is bigger than any one device. <clears throat> That's what Phil Spencer said. That's a beautiful quote. I like it. Thank you, Phil Spencer, for always quote. believing really, in that. I, I agree with that. Um, now, today, What's the news, I find Dustin? out uh, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, uh, recently their publisher was bought up by Microsoft and their se- the sequel was announced uh, to be an Xbox exclusive. Um, but Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice is getting a next-gen upgrade that is exclusive awesome. to the Xbox platform. Oh, no! So, Microsoft be like... We don't like exclusivity. That's crazy. But you PlayStation gamers, you can't have the uh, sweet uh, upgrade. Sweet, sweet or, uh, nectar of this. Yeah, that's a good term. Yeah, <laughs> I don't... <laughs> the, the next upgrade. I don't hate exclusivity. I don't think it's fantastic. But 
you know, you got to have some reason to buy this over that. And yeah, I think that I understand game exclusivity. I think that that's fine. It's update exclusivity is so weird. Yeah. Um, and it just sort of sets an odd precedent that I don't like. And the uh, fact you you said legitimately like, hey, no, we won't do this, and then are doing it, a dick move, my dude. Yeah. And it's weird because it's you know it's um Doom Eternal got the upgrade mm. both on PS5 and Xbox. Um, Weird. So why is it different for this game? And it's just odd, and I don't like it. And I would like I haven't played Hellblade. Um, it's just kind of a worry that what if it happens to a game that I'm actually a big fan of or something. Um, All I'll say is, as a PlayStation man myself, um, we've got Last of Us, Spider Man, Ghost of Tsushima, Ratchet and Clank. You know, enjoy enjoy your trash game. You can have it. So New Sacrifice Ooh, is not a good game, and that is words. that is a controversial opinion, I know, but I did yeah, not enjoy that game. Yeah, I've heard really good things about it. I'm really excited to play it at some point, it... but now I just might not, because <laughs> I'm petty. <laughs> Hell yeah. And then, um, oh, actually no, this bit of news doesn't matter. <laughs> I was going to bring up Back for Blood has an open beta starting today, but I think by the time that this episode is out, it'll be ended. Yeah. <laughs> I probably won't play it. It looks nothing. I... Oh, I'm gonna try it. Like, I'm not gonna buy the game, but I'm gonna try the beta because I don't think the game looks very good. But no. I'll try the beta. Um, a beta that will still be running though is Splitgate, which I've been playing for the last uh, oh, day. Yeah. Phenomenal. Um, there is no word on when this beta will end because the game doesn't have like an official release date, so it should still be running uh, at time of. Uh, release, but get it, if you want to um, get it just in case. Yeah, it's really, really, really great. Um, it's like it combines Halo with Portal, and it's just so much fun. Um, you can put down portals and psych people out by getting behind them and shooting them in the back and What's stuff it like called that. Again? It's called Splitgate. Beautiful. I'm gonna look into that. And here's a really cool thing: the mm-hmm. game doesn't come up with some dumb jargon name for portals they just call them portals and they just oh, say you've got God. a portal gun on your arm because you know what they could have said could have been edgy and been like oh you gotta lay down your split gates um you gotta lay down the gate oh my god yeah and it's like i'm glad that they didn't do that but it is just it's so good um yeah so Fuck speaking you. of video games that we like mm-hmm. and speaking of making video games jack Hi. do you have an avatar <laughs> hello how are um, you do you have an i'm all right yeah i've been pretty good um, <laughs> that really threw you, do you huh? have... yeah <laughs> do you have an avatar the last airbender video game pitch <laughs> that you would like to share with us i do i do in fact have one you know what those. i hate what? i had a really good transition there <laughs> <laughs> no when you betrayed me the last time with uh, your wonderful transition that wasn't a transition i'll never allow it again damn i don't want to be disappointed right. again so, <laughs> I have. Alright, walk us through your idea. Avatar is a rich and wonderful world. The whole. You heard it in the intro. The Four Nations. Clearly, that is the basis of the show, you know? Of the lore and shit. I want to do a civilization style game set in the Avatar universe, because I think that'd be fucking dope. I. Uh, are you familiar with any of the Civ games, Dustin? I haven't played them, but I understand, like, roughly what they are. And, yeah. Like, you sort of start 
Stone Age builds your way up through the through the centuries or whatever. Correct, and we've seen with like Korra how the technology can actually expand and ah oh, dang that was literally the question I was going to ask you. Yeah, yeah. So I reckon you start off with like your one troop. You pick your nation first off, so you could be fire, water, earth, air, whichever one you want. You pick it, and uh, each will have different pluses and negatives. You'll have different units depending on which one you go. So like. If you pick the Fire Nation, you'll definitely be more attack-focused, so you might get a boost to attack Ooh. units and shit like that. Whereas the Earth Nation might be more about building, more about, like, defences, more about just general economy and stuff, because we saw Barsing say they seem to have, you know, much more... Oh, what's the term I'm trying to find? Um, okay, no, not... Okay. Like, the, the society, you know, they build... They build buildings yeah. and shit. I was going to say, this will bring into sharp relief um, mm. just how overpowered earthbenders are. Because <laughs> um, Ba Sing Se is a massive three-walled city, or however many walls it is. Sure. Those it's... walls, they're like these massive walls, yeah. and it's because earthbenders can just literally change the landscape around them um, all by working together. <laughs> sure, or, or they can move one rock by moving six of them. <laughs> Yeah, if, if six people do a dance, they can make <laughs> one average-sized stone fly across the room. God, that movie was bad. But yes, your question. Yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, like, would you go and have the technology progress and progress and progress? Um, yeah, uh, over the over ages, time. yeah, you'd be yeah, having, like, awesome. metal eventually, you know. Like, because you get proper... It's almost steampunky, Korra. Yeah. It's a similar... Oh, absolutely, yeah similar vibe to it so yeah you would absolutely like upgrade depending on the ages and upgrade your technology upgrade your stuff you can choose to invade others and shit like that that's so, so cool different troops of course as i mentioned before you'd have definitely a attack a fire nation would have a lot more attack troops than a water nation would and different abilities and different skills and this is what i would really like so, like, of course, you're, you're invading... Or you can. There's a bunch of different ways to win. But one of them could be invading the other tribes and taking over the land. I would want well, a... it's like... Oh, sorry. No, you go, you go. I was just saying, it's like if you played as the Air Nation, the Air Nomads, mm. then you, I guess you'd take, like, a peaceful approach, eh? For sure, yeah. You'd, maybe it might be Enlightenment would be the end yeah. goal, whereas a Water Tribe might be... I don't know what they want. The Water Tribe, I think, just want to not get, like, the crap kicked out of them by the Fire Yeah, they just want to live. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the uh, Earth Tribe would have economical... That was the word I was looking for before. Ah, yes. They would have an economical... You know, they get this much capita, they get this much technology, and that's how they win. Whereas the Fire Nation, you'd have attack. And you can win in other ways. If you want to be a violent yeah. air nation, sure, why not? Go for oh, that. how... How cool. <laughs> <laughs> but a la Pokemon, I would want type advantages... Okay. So you've got, I mean, the four nations in almost a rock, paper, scissors kind of situation of water being strong to uh, the fire, but weak to the ground. Right. And fine with air. Air would be weak to... God, what the fuck would they be? I don't know. Weak to earth, maybe? Well, the thing about airbending is it's like... Yeah, earth is very overpowered. The thing about airbending is... Um, it's it's a very defensive sort of bending yeah. style because the attacks are just 
unless you're really trying, you're not going to be killing people when you throw a gust of wind at them. <laughs> oh, maybe they're but, strong against the the Earth tribe. Yeah. Because then you've got a uh, fire being strong against air. Because good luck. How funny is that? Just picture <laughs> picture this: Airbender goes up against a Firebender, just shoots a massive like blast of wind at him, just everything lights up because <laughs> he just added all that oxygen. Absolutely. Maybe well, you know. I think we've uh, cut out a bit. There would be type advantages. I haven't thought them through just yet. And uh, oh, are you there? Yeah. Not oh, good. You, yeah, you, I'm you, back now. You yeah. cut out before, so I wasn't sure if I was talking over you. Ah. I'm going to cut this bit out, I think. Or maybe I won't. Who knows? Who knows? Um, I do like this. Yeah, and I... there would be... This is the, like, the, the important thing that I wanted to get to, was there would be a strategy in uh, taking out your opponents so you could either befriend your type advantage right. and try and be like, hey, let's work together, don't kill me, ha 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 ha. Or you could maybe allow the uh, Earth Nation to take out the Water Tribe so that you're not... so that you as the Fire Nation, you know, they, they won't get attacked. It's fucking someone yeah, else already okay. decimated them. Befriend... So you can, like, yeah, befriend other nations and everything. Yeah, and try and, like, hey, you know, if you take out the Water Tribe for me, I'll take out the Air Tribe for you, and then it'll just be us two, and we'll fucking fight it. Okay, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. How would the Avatar specifically play into this uh this game the avatar would be yeah. randomly assigned oh so beginning it could be in your group could be in your sorry in your like nation you might have the avatar they would uh act as like a super troop or oh, a okay. excellent worker it depends on what you want really right and if they're killed it goes to the next tribe yeah, they'd be like, oh, that's awesome. Because okay, uh, that's, that's kind really of how it works mechanic. in the show. You've got, yeah. the, it'll be an air nation, then it'll be a fire nation, then it'll be, oh, sorry, it'll be a fire nation, then an air nation, then a water, then an earth. And yeah. cycles like that. So if it's... Okay, so the, re the reason I ask that is because, mm -hmm. obviously, if there's like a peaceful option, mm -hmm. the avatar would be a really useful unit to have. Absolutely. He would be an excellent negotiator. Yeah. An excellent warrior. An excellent fighter, or an excellent, uh, you know, spiritual person, depending on how you want to win the game. I like that. But you can go over and try and kill the avatar, so that they go either to your group or another group, or ah, with, with sorry, that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> with so that yeah, with each um age, they would die of old age and go to the next one anyway. Right. But you've got to try and strategically. See if you can get the avatar to where you want them. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> so, like, if they're... Even if they're, like, they're on the water and they're about to go to Earth, you can have a chat to the Earth and be like, yo, I'll, I'll kill the fucking Water Tribe avatar for you if you give me this much capita, if you give me this much money, and make Jesus. that kind of deal, then you go over, kill the avatar, then they've got the avatar, so that's helping them. You can fuck them over, too. Like, that kind of strategy. Right. That was my idea for the Avatar. As a super troop that... That really sounds so exciting. You can win without the Avatar too, but like they are going to help. Yeah, if, you, sure. if you can get them, they're going to help you out. And also, it's like killing the Avatar is very difficult. Um, very, very difficult. 
That's yeah, cool. I do be... like that as a concept for including the avatar in this type of game. Or if you're going for the peaceful option, maybe they're going to be easy to kill. Who knows? Yeah. Who fucking knows? Well, I would want it like, like they die in the avatar state. They lose the avatar. Maybe. Well, maybe then you the avatar just forever, right. right. Yeah, maybe you could fuck over the game. But I don't want to do that. I want to have each. I want the avatar to be a. A player yeah, for in sure. the game. So if you start with the avatar, that is an excellent advantage, but because you'd be weak, they would be easily killed. Right. And could easily move on. You could send them off on a mission of, like, gather wood and they might fucking die, you know? Who knows? <laughs> That's very cool. So yeah, that is my, uh, that is my idea of a civilization-style avatar game. There wouldn't really be a story to be, you know, civilization, that right. kind of thing. It'd just be... Okay, do you... It could be multiplayer, you could pick... Jump on with your friends, pick a different nation each, and try and fuck each other over. That'd be cool. Would, um... Would you... Do you have a name in mind? I don't know why I played I this game of asking you for the name. <laughs> <laughs> I never think of them. I've never thought of one in my life. Do you have a name idea for Because my game... Me? For you, I was thinking, like, Avatar histories or something or avatar civilization avatar the four nations oh that's actually much better yeah (laughs) i don't know because my game comes from the name i thought of the name first and then it yeah went into the game well i'm finished so let's let's hear it let's go that's everything you got to say okay so um i don't know if this will click with you straight away but i thought of this name i was lying in bed and i'm like avatar game Ooh, avatar dragon of the west Okay. So, in the show, the character of Uncle Iroh... Um, oh, shit, son. ...is a retired war general. Oh, shit, son. And he has, like, this storied history of uh, being this amazing warrior and commander, and then he failed during his siege of Ba Sing Se. Dude, I am horny um, already, bro. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, he earned the title the dragon of the west um and it gets brought up throughout the show of him being oh you used to be this great dragon and now you're just an old man who likes his tea and then at the end of the show he proves that he actually still has got it um and doesn't and just he's, he's a ripped he's a, boy he's a bona fide ba- badass um and a so babe. i thought of this game avatar dragon of the west my idea is a real-time strategy game that follows Iroh's conquest, becoming the Dragon of the West, and then his, like, Siege of Ba Sing Se. So, you would command the Fire Nation forces as you, you know, Ooh. go across the uh, the land and uh, dishing out Fire Nation justice during Iroh's, like, sort of, like, the, his heyday, but also like, a really low point for him personally in his life. Um, and... The reasoning for this, I was t- I was telling you before the show, I'm like, the reason I want to do this specifically because so I've got a really interesting story in mind, mm. um, it would pretty much follow, like, it would be a really deep personal narrative about Iroh and his son, Luten, um, with the war as the backdrop. So you, the idea is you're sending, you're playing as Iroh, and he sends his own son to die, essentially, in battle. I um, love it. And then that's what caused him to retire and i'm like just this big real-time strategy game where you get to take part in the siege of barsing say um i think it's a hundred day siege or something um that sounds about right i I believe you yeah 
there's a line. It's like your failure in the hundred days age of passing. Say blah 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 blah. Um, oh, that's so hot, dude. Yeah, and just like this would be cool. So then you'd have like different units. You'd have your tanks, your drills, your firebender soldiers, your regular soldiers. Um, you'd have different tiers of soldier with, like, the highest firebenders having, like, lightning and everything. And that sweet um, blue fire. Mm, yeah, I'm just like, this would just be such a cool way of doing it. So, the, yeah, it would be very story-focused, but then you'd it. also have this really fun real-time tragedy gameplay. Dude, you've um, got your... Oh. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, I was like... And I just think the name is oh, awesome. Yeah. Avatar Dragon of the West. Like, <laughs> Dude, you... I'm there. Oh, yeah, I'm there for you. Holy like, shit. so cool. Yeah, and that's my game. Like, it's, yep. uh, it's, it's not much more to it. I have no <laughs> questions. I'm just here for it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm awesome. just there. Yep, here we go. And then, um, I guess, so obviously, like, the Avatar wouldn't play a role in my game because mm-hmm. Aang, at this time, is frozen in the ice, just just chilling. Oh, chilling. Um. <laughs> I get it. I understood that reference. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much it. Um... I don't think I've got anything else that's like real sticking out to me as important. I don't think you need anything else for this game. Yeah, that is just um, good. Oh, so it's it's cool. Uh, that's fantastic. Because we've covered the news. Yeah, I think that means that it's time to spin the wheel of genres. I think it's time to spin the wheel. Spiel the wind of genre. It's You're alright there, buddy. I had a stroke, but otherwise I'm fine. It is time to spin the wheel of genres. <laughs> if, Amazing. If you're not familiar with the show, which that is so fine, check and subscribe, rate five stars. Anyway, but I'll do go that and later. get familiar. If this is your first episode, oh, listen to in. the first nine. Um, Absolutely. And welcome. And welcome. We of love course. having you here. Um, I love doing this. It's a lot of fun. So the wheel of genres is a genre uh, wheel of about twenty different random video game genres so you got metroidvania on there you got idle games you got stealth games you got rpg all different types of shit and we're gonna spin it and we're gonna get a random game genre and we just gotta on the fly hope the fuck we can pull a game out of our ass based on avatar in this particular genre which i am now spinning the wheel the genre is Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is an easy oh, one, but oh. I'm about it. What's it landed on? Tower uh, Defense. Tower Defense? Easy, but Alrighty. I love it. Yeah, I think so. Um, we just made one. <laughs> well, you just oh. made one. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, kind of. No, yeah, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Yours would have, yeah, to have Tower Defense uh, stuff in it. Or but they're proper, like, Bloons. Yeah, defense. I'm thinking yeah, Bloons yeah. Tower Defense. <laughs> You pick one of the four nations. Yeah. Um, you that gives you access to different stuff, different weaponry. Because uh, mm-hmm. some nations, like the Earth Kingdom, have like a style of tank, and the Fire Nation have a style of tank. So they would have those type of things, whereas other nations don't. So they'd have different stuff, um, different weaponry based on their element, mm-hmm. and it would like go like that. You would just defend. And yeah, there's a lot of. It's not a hard one. It's just a cool thing that I kind of want. Yeah, I've, yeah. Um, I wish that'd be really cool. I wish that was one of the games that was on that those like flash shit. Was there ever? A... I bet it was, and we just never saw it. I've never seen one, but like surely. A shame. Wait, like... hold on. Let mm. me think about this. 
Maybe not. No, there was one game I played where you're like sailing a Fire Nation boat or something. <gasps> I remember that one. That was good. Yeah, and you've got to fight through the water tribe, the Northern Water Tribes' defenses and stuff. God, those flash games. I miss flash games. Yeah, and they're never going to be available again. Sad times. Do you want to spin the wheel again, just because, like, tower defense yeah, that's pretty is pretty easy. simple? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, because what else is there to it? Yeah, it's just a tower defense. Hey, have fun. You have different uh, troops based on your... Yeah. Yeah. Because I hey. don't mind doing a couple of spins in an episode, if we can. This could be, uh, this would be a little bit... Metroidvania. Ooh, very cool. So, I think, already, this works perfectly for Avatar. Yeah, absolutely. The whole idea of Metroidvania is getting different abilities. You know, like finding... You're, you're running around... I'm imagining a 2D Metroidvania, but it can be 3D if you want. Yeah. But, like, there's a wall and it's made of ice. Oh, but I'm an airbender. Looks like I've got to run off and I'll learn firebending to melt the ice. Right. Or I'll learn fucking waterbending to... Ooh. Ooh. A Metroidvania where you can learn different abilities that'll unlock the same paths. You could even finish the game not gaining all the abilities. Yeah, if you'd like, for example, maybe it's... I was going to say Metroidvania where you pick, like, a... We play as, like, just one character who is, like, just one bending discipline. Um, but then oh. I thought it would be I was imagining the Avatar. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, it makes more sense as the Avatar. I uh, Don't listen to me. <laughs> I rarely ever do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Well, I was thinking. I pictured when when I thought of it, I pictured um, like Jedi Fallen Order. Oh like yeah, know about that. You yeah, go around and you learn all the different force abilities, and then you can come back and do stuff. I'm there um, for that as well. Avatar Metroidvania would be real cool. Even um, like a um, going to different tribes in different areas. Maybe you could even pick your starting. Um, your starting bending ability yeah, and that could almost yeah, yeah, yeah. be a difficulty because yeah. it's going to be if you start off as a firebender as an example then you can get to the fire areas but they're going to be a lot harder than if you start as an airbender and start with the air things you unlock with the air yeah true and also that makes it too like, complicated but well, it's like again borrowing from jedi fallen order um in that you have like those four planets to explore mm. um four nations to explore on yeah. your journey to becoming the Avatar in a Metroidvania-style game. Meeting along different yeah. characters that can teach you abilities yeah. and <clears throat> And the bending. good thing is, you don't have to make it about Aang, or even about the war. You could have... Combat encounters can be with various different things. Maybe you just make up a war. Like, it could be any part, any point in the history. There's, like, like 10,000 Avatars or something like that. Um, I'm, I'm there for it, dude. Oh, dude, this is cool. I'm, I want a Metro... Maybe we'll get, like, when the TV show comes out, we'll get... I think, yeah, more likely than not a game gets worked on. Especially since there's, like, this... Nickelodeon's got their studio now that's working on, like, a film, and like, an animated film, um, and another Netflix... animated series and stuff. Netflix have a game studio now, too. <laughs> I, it'll be bad, but, like, you know, they've got Stop. one. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> It'll probably be shit phone games, but hey, we'll get oh, some games. Oh no, that's... Netflix is going to make a game of Avatar, yeah. aren't they? They probably are. 
Avatar The Last Airbender Bandersnatch. That's my pitch. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Yeah, I think that that would be cool, though. Not Netflix, the uh, Metroidvania. (laughs) Metroidvania. (laughs) The Metroidvania. We'll see. I think it's very possible that we get a game. Oh, and speaking of Avatar games, um, this is really cool. On YouTube, if you're still listening, if you're still with us, um, go and look up Elka Gaming. It's a YouTube channel. Um, they are currently in the process of making probably one of the most ambitious games in Dreams on PlayStation, and probably the most ambitious Avatar fan game ever. Um, they're making, yeah, it's it's a game that they're using is called Dreams. It's a PlayStation. Uh, oh, so... is that that one by the Little Big Planet people? I think so. Sure. You make your own games in it. Yeah, you make your own games. Um, yeah, so this guy, Elka Gaming, uh, making this awesome, awesome Avatar fan game. I may have brought it up previously on the podcast. I can't remember. But um, I've tried it out, and it's really excellent, considering it's, like, I think only a couple of people working on it. Um, there's Fuck a whole you. bunch of updates, because I haven't tried it for a while. Um but you can, you know, you get to play Zang, you do all your airbending and stuff, you can explore a couple of different locations, you can fly around with your glider. Um, at one point, there was, like, firebending and stuff. It just, It's just real cool. Um, also, if you own Dreams, there's some really other, there's some other really, really cool stuff on there. Uh, like, just type in, like, The Flash or something and see what comes up. <laughs> I'm trying to say something maybe good, maybe bad, who knows? Yeah, it's cool stuff. Luck of the draw. Um, I'm happy that Dreams exists. I'll never make a game in it because I'm not <laughs> good and whatever. But the fact that yeah, this uh, this guy, Elka Gaming, is making this awesome Avatar fan game. I think they even managed to get um, what's it called? They got Some one of the, of the voice, voice actors? actors from the show. Yeah, I think. I don't for... think they're in it, but they definitely like promoted it. Yeah, although committed to being in it. Oh shit! Well. I didn't they, hear they that. Would, like, yeah, would love to be a part of it if possible, type thing. Fuck yeah! But I'm like, this exists. Nickelodeon, if you're listening, come on, come on give this guy a job. They're doing this <laughs> in dreams, let alone much what they could do with a real thing. With like a real engine and whatnot, oh, it'd be so cool. Anyways, do you know what else is cool? Uh, contacting the podcast adapter pals. Oh, right. If you would like to contact the podcast adapter pals, you can contact us at adapterpalspod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at adapterpals. If they didn't want to talk to both of us and they just wanted to talk to you, Dustin, where did they go? So I have this Twitch channel and it's exciting because I recently hit affiliate. (laughs) Um, So the Twitch channel is called Dustin underscore Caldwell. It's a, just go Twitch, look that up and you'll find me and uh, stream every now and then. Fuck yeah. You've cut out for games. Um, oh, you're back. I'm back. Awesome. Sorry. Um, so, Jack, Hi. if our lovely listeners wanted to not have a have a thing to do with me, where would <laughs> they go to find you? They could go to twitch.tv slash a forgotten donut. They could go to Twitter at a forgotten donut. Look me up on Google, a forgotten donut. Chances are it'll be me, except for that weird Reddit account. It's not me, I swear. 
That sounded like it was, but it actually genuinely isn't. It isn't, yeah. <laughs> I was so, just as surprised. No. We all know that Reddit a forgotten donut is you. <laughs> no, no. My Reddit's much more hidden than that. I don't have a Reddit. I don't I actually have Reddit. I think I have a Reddit account. That I just made so that I could comment on one thing about The Last of Us, maybe. That makes sense. Was it... You know, like... <laughs> When you see a comment so offensive about something... <laughs> You've got to you make love, an account. That you have to make an account so that you can have a go at them and then never respond again. <laughs> that was, uh, I think, what drove me to make a Reddit account. Probably the same with Twitter as well. When I first made a Twitter account, I'm like... Something These people are stupid. Me off. Yeah, I was like that pissed off with that enraged. I'm like, fuck the Snyder guy. I really have to say something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was with me too. Yeah. You helped. Def- you helped. Oh, that was a good time. People are dumb. If you like the Snyder Cut, sorry, you're. I don't. I don't trust your opinions. Don't you worry, because if you love it, you're only going to need to wait till next year, probably, is when we'll cover it. Oh yeah, I hope soon. We can do it soon. We could do it soon. I think we've talked about this off air, but I really want to do Superman because next week is the finale. Let's do Superman um, next week. Let's do it. Let's lock it in. Let's lock it in. Are you excited Superman to lock week. in probably the hardest thing we're ever going to attempt? Absolutely. <laughs> but you know what that means? That we can say, if you have a Superman pitch that you would like to read us to read out on the show, email us at that. That email again is adapterpalspod at gmail.com. Send us a tweet at fucking Twitter at adapterpals. Don't do it in the Twitch chat because I will forget what you said. Oh, but one of your trusty moderators surely would, like, screenshot that, right? Uh, maybe. Who's to say? Yeah. And if you're on YouTube, just, you know, comment below. Yeah, do and, that. And and put it there. And, and tell us why you think that um, Superman wouldn't work as a game. Because, look, as much as I'm excited <sighs> to see Superman, it's going to be real fun. <laughs> Alrighty. Superman next week, here we fucking go. Do you know what else is fucking going as I think we speak? It's that end theme. I think theme. I can hear it. Oh, I love this theme, though. It's good. Stick around after good. the theme ends, and there'll be an extra little bit of the podcast. Where we go through the uh, Suicide Squad stuff. Yeah. So anyway, for those who don't want spoilers, goodbye, we love you very much, kisses. Thank you very much for listening. Spoiler intro. Go! And we're back in the spoiler corner. Here we are. Let's How's talk it feel about to be in the, the Suicide Squad. For well, as we said before, we haven't seen this movie. <laughs> Absolutely not. But we know all the spoilers somehow. Now here's the thing. I made like a list. Mm-hmm. I went back and re-listened to the podcast. Did you? And made a list of what my predictions were. Okay. And then I gave them a lot of little fun ticks and X's as I got them right or wrong while mm-hmm. I was watching the movie. Um, Did you do mine too? Or were you a I bastard? I didn't do yours, but we were like agreed. <sighs> we were agreed on part. a fair few. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's a really funny one as well. So I'm just going to go right off like... I think, yeah. I've order. got the list here if you like. Oh, good. Okay. So. Harley Quinn, we both got that right. 
We said, yeah, she wasn't going to die, and she didn't die. Bloodsport. I was wrong. You sure were. <laughs> I was totally like, Bloodsport's going to die. And no. then he lived. He didn't get it. And what What more? Ratcatcher 2 didn't die. So they both had their moment together. And then they both made it out alive. That was impressive. <laughs> Peacemaker. Something I noticed also, yeah. while watching the film is they kill off all these characters at the start of the film. Mm-hmm. Um and then no one dies until the end. Yeah. And I was like, it's an interesting sort of... It's like, okay, now the characters who we don't need are out of the way. So now we have a core group. So it wasn't as explosively just like Game of Thrones killing people off as I thought it was the whole way through, as I was expecting it to be originally. I wish it was a bit more spread yeah, out. Yeah, I wish that they had kept a couple more, you know, um, couple more of them around. A couple more fodder, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just so then we can have them get blown away. Um... Peacemaker, next, I can't remember what we what? said. I think we both said Peacemaker I said would that live. He, yeah, I said no, he wasn't going to die. And yeah, I may have said he would die because I thought it was a prequel show. Yeah, for a second there, though. I don't remember. Thought we were wrong. And then yeah. he lived. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he kind of died then was not dead. Yeah. Oh, this um, one I'm still mad at. I'm very cut up about this. <laughs> I'm so angry. I, I was so sure that Rick Flagg would die. But you convinced me otherwise. You were like, no, oh, no you need a straight man. He's a straight man. And I was like, no, oh, but, ah, oh, but, ah, oh, fine, yeah, you're, you're right. And no. And no, he, he fucking, God, that was shocking. It was a brutal death, too. I was, like, both shocked and the first thing I thought was, fuck Dustin, I'm mad. <laughs> I, it sucked because he was so good in it as well, Joel. He was Kevin. really good. I went and I went checked out a couple of scenes from the first movie, mm. and he's just like not good in it. Um, it's more that the character isn't good in it. He's yeah. just like this dumb sort of. He's just a one-note soldier man. Um, so then this movie makes you really care about him, and he has like a great rapport with like the people he's worked with before and everything, and is likable. It's really and good. And he just dies. <laughs> Damn, I was not expecting that. I mean, I was originally, but then I wasn't. (laughs) Well, I was expecting, like, I was watching that scene, and I'm like, well, Peacemaker is the much stronger of the two. Mm. He's going to win. But then I thought, oh, but it's a movie, so then Rick Flagg will win because it'll be, like, a surprise. And then he died. I'm like, wow, okay, the movie is just as realistic as it promised. (laughs) Quick aside, what a great payoff to Smaller Bullets. Oh, yeah. What a great payoff to that fantastic line. All the, a lot of the comedy in the movie just lands really well. So good. Now this uh, one, all right. we knew. I'm shocked he didn't die first. Captain Boomerang. Was the first brutal death? No, he's not even. No, he's like one of the later ones. Like Mongal. Well, you say later ones. In well, one of the later earlier ones. <laughs> <laughs> I was... I said, I said yes, he was going to die as well. Mm. But I was still shocked that they killed him off so early. Um... See, that's what I thought they were going to do. I genuinely yeah. thought he was going to be the first. As to show, just like, we don't give a fuck. It's just interesting, because he's like, in all the Suicide Squad stories, he's usually the one that makes it out. Like, he's one of the core characters who's always mm. on the Suicide Squad, always making it out. But then they just kill him off, and it's like, awesome. Fuck yeah. Like, great. Like, uh, just, just, just doing the Game of Thrones did. Um, I also really like Cool Detail, that Harley calls him Boomer. Um, yeah. That's a really cute thing. And I loved it. Um, the Thinker. I can't remember what I said about The Thinker. I said no. 
I think I probably agreed with you, and boy, did he die. Damn. <laughs> I said no. My reasoning was I really like Peter Capaldi, and I'm really, I really want to see more of him than just one movie. Mm. And then he became paste. <laughs> <laughs> However, when he died, I was like, good. Because yeah. he was such a gross creep. <laughs> we found out who uh, Sol Soria was. Alice she Braga. Survived. Yeah, she did. And we had no opinion. Yeah. Blackguard, dead, yeah. He, 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 he was, was dead, dead very quickly, yeah. Um... Oh, heartbreaking. Polka Dot Man. Oh, no. That was, yeah, that was depressing. It was, it was the James Gunn of he finally has a reason to live. Yeah, it, well, it's true. We, we both called it exactly as well. I'm a superhero. Uh, dead. You never oh. say that. That's one of those things that you don't say. Um, uh, in a that, movie. <laughs> I didn't expect it to hurt that much. Yeah. It, it hurt a fair bit to See, watch it. I think I, I got maybe a little bit of a chuckle. That's but, fair. Uh, I was also very sad and annoyed. It was a funny death, but it was a sad death. Yeah. Which, as an aside, just quickly, the fucking Starro line, a Starro dies. What did he say? Um, I was happy just floating among the stars. Oh! Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought about this. Hot take. Mm -hmm. Starro. Best DCEU villain? Yeah. Think about (laughs) the other villains that we've had. What other villains? Um... It's Starro and it's uh, General Zod. Some people will say is a really good villain. Uh, I like him, but you don't. Right? Black Mask is Ewan McGregor, and that's a lot of points on. Yeah. Is he a good villain? No, but he's really Ewan McGregor, he's a, though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, it's like it's Ewan McGregor having fun in a role that's yeah. not Black Mask. I do love um, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, but I was just like, yeah, Starro, surprisingly awesome use of a cheesy villain. Who was a giant mm. starfish? Yeah. My <laughs> just inside, my mum knew nothing yeah. about this film, and nothing about any of these characters really. Right. She was having a fucking ball. Just when um when they said the polka dot man, she immediately just pissed herself laughing. <laughs> so when John Cena was like, "What does he throw polka dots at people?" She was like, "Yeah, it does what does he?" And he does. Oh my god, he does. And she broke. She was like, I almost had to pause it. She was just giggling so much to herself at so like, <laughs> polka dot man, this is dumb. So when they heard, when she saw the starfish, she was like, what the fuck is this? This is amazing. She loved it. it. Just the way they did Starro just makes me think that we could have had a Justice League villain, a Justice League movie with Starro as the villain, mm. and it would work. James Gunn, you're a king. So I what? guess that it's like Superman could just fly through him and end him. Like it would be oh, over the, in a second. The way Star who died made me feel sick. Ah, oh, bloody Harley going through the eye and then all the rats and everything. <clears throat> Actually, now what grossed me out is he lifts where he, when he lifts like his his arm and then like you see the the like oh, the slit that. on the side of him and then all the stuff gives come birth. Out. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it's gross. Um, One thing I liked. Yeah, oh, I liked sorry. that he was a main oh, yeah. character savant for a little bit there. He was like the. He was like a focal point. Well, it's really cool. They pretty much... It felt like a bit of a fuck you to the way the last movie set set itself up. Mm. Where it went through all these boring character introductions. It did all that. Showed everything the first movie tried to show through six people. 
through just one guy. Did yeah. the bomb thing, did the prison thing, explained the Suicide Squad in the first two minutes, and then Dumb. we get into the thing. I like that he was like, um, he gets to the beach and he sees everything getting fucked up. <laughs> and, he, and you think, because he's like, he's Michael Rooker, you think he's going to be a real badass, and he goes, nah, fuck this. <laughs> Starts screaming and crying. Yeah, like, this, that's really, really awesome. And then get his head blown off. <laughs> Mongal. Dead. Dead as dicks. No, I said that she was gonna survive though. Um, I did not. That I bitch... said, and she died. <laughs> I put down no, she survives. I think my reasoning was I think it'd just be fun. Yeah, that's fair. But she she goes like she's gone like hard. <laughs> Maybe my favorite death, uh, TDK, because it made oh, me laugh so much. That was so funny. <laughs> his uh, just slapping them and then getting shot the shit out I and he's just that. on the ground like oh, 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 ow, oh my god I love the his arms are so useless yeah it's so good because if you hit if you throw an arm at somebody <laughs> it's not gonna do anything <laughs> an incredible way to do arm fall off boy yeah so cool I love um, it I loved it so much Wreck Catcher 2 we've covered mm-hmm. no King and Shark we we both said no because Thank he was God, good. Thank God, no, he didn't die. <laughs> he I great. thought for a second there that they killed him off. And I was like, no, no, please, no. He was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Weasel. Oh. Okay, so this is funny. <laughs> he dies in the first two minutes of the film. <laughs> Did anyone check if Weasel could swim? Yeah, I ticked it off. I'm like, yes, he died. <laughs> and then you get to that after credit scene and he's live. <laughs> He and was... I'm like, no, I have to put an X, I was wrong. He was my brother's favourite character immediately. Right. Um, he, The look he gave me when he was immediately drowned and died, it was just like, <laughs> no, what? Do you know how happy I was when we got the like flashback and we got to see a bit more Weasel? I love right. Him. I love him so much. I'm glad he's alive. that Weasel's alive. If... So that we can get a death where he gets his head caved in with a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> By you. Yeah, you make a cameo yeah. in the movie and can kill Weasel. We get, he gets the death that he fucking deserves. <laughs> He's so good. He's so yuck. Um, and then finally Javelin. He was gone really quickly. He, well, I like that he had a little little story to him. Well, it's he became more important than you would expect, because like, his Javelin is the thing that Harley uses <laughs> to help kill Starro and everything. I thought that that was cool. There was like that through line and then we had amanda waller on here and obviously no she she didn't die we're right she about that copped it. she got a bloody golf <laughs> no, golf club to the back of the head she fucking jolled like yeah. damn son there's a great scene uh what a good, a movie. good movie highly recommend it watch the suicide squad now you've got all the spoilers but anyways <laughs> watch it if you haven't it's great now it's time for the proper end of the podcast i'm not going to do the outro again Maybe I will. Who knows? Thank you for listening. Thank you if you stuck around for the post show. Um, Love you all. We'll see you next week. Superman! Superman! Superman!